Hey, 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 it's your girl. Just call me Jay Nicole. And this bookcast is about none other than why yours truly. But most importantly, it's about life with my bookends. So who are or what are my bookends, you may ask? They're my wonderfully talented two sons, also known as my heart and my heartbeat. Without them, life just was incomplete. And I know a lot of people are like, eh, but one of the biggest things that I desired in life was to become a mother. And at 18, I was told that there was a slim to none chance that that would even happen. So when God bestowed them upon me, they made my life complete. And they hold me upright. They give me perspective on what life is and what I should be doing in life. They actually give me purpose each and every day. And because of them, I now have this podcast to share with you the day in the life of the Walkers, or more specifically, the day in the life of Just Call Me Jay Nicole and life with my bookends. So, yeah, I'm still working on that art of winning an argument. <laughs> hey, 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 guys, it's just call me Jay Nicole. And I shared with you guys about the art of winning an argument with your spouse. And I gave you guys some pointers. And I just had to hop on and tell you guys it is a major work in progress. So, We've had a lot of changes in our household because of where our son, our oldest son, has actually gone and what direction he's gone in, rather. And I'm not going to keep repeating that over and over again because I feel like every time I'm on here, I talk about him. But there's been some major changes. In addition to his departure, we now have a new middle schooler who has turned into like a true living, breathing teenager everything that our oldest son did and removed from this house he has replaced it's spooky it's eerie sometimes the room that he would play video games in the kid is now in that room door closed playing video games even the room at my grandmother's house he goes in and he does the same thing that the oldest did but along with that has come with some some changes that we're having to muddle our way through. And one of them is leaving him home alone. Yeah, he's already done it. He's 11, by the way. He'll be 12 in October. But yeah, he's actually been home by himself, say, for instance, when he gets off the school bus. Um, when he was in elementary school, they got out at, I want to say, like 2.30-ish. And then I didn't get out of school until 4.15. But by the time he would get home off the school bus and I got home, it may have been maybe an hour difference. Dad and I both work roughly five minutes from the house, thankfully. So if anything should happen, plus he had a phone, he could phone us, text us, and we can get here in a relatively um, short amount of time. But with our oldest being seven hours away and mommy having a hard time. Yes, me. Just call me Jane Nicole. 
I am having a hard time realizing that, oh, my God, this will be the first birthday that I don't spend with my oldest son. I have actually booked a flight. Yeah, I'm that mama. And am surprising him for his birthday. So this episode definitely will not air before his birthday. I actually may make this the official <laughs> premiere episode because my premiere for our radio station, Urban Beats 2, is on his birthday, August 20th. Nonetheless, I've concocted this surprise with his girlfriend who has, um, she almost ruined the surprise, but he's under the perception that she's the only person coming down so anyhow we're gonna be her and I are going to go down and I'm going to surprise him for his birthday but I'm going to take a day off from work and I just cannot justify taking my kid the kid that's what I'm calling him now because I don't want to call him the baby anymore because he's like a big boy and I don't you know I look at him every day and I'm like where's my baby but I digress. So I've shared with you guys how horrible our communication is between the husband and I. And I also share with you guys the art of winning an argument with your spouse. So I had to hop on because I had just had a conversation with the hubs. I had called him earlier, no answer. And that was only after I had texted him and I didn't get a reply. And I was like, I'm not going to call and I'm not going to text. I'm just going to go ahead and make the necessary things happen, happen. And that was how was my, the kid rather, see, I was about to say my baby. How was the kid going to be looked after when I was going to be in Florida? Typically, one of the parents would be home with him when the other parent was away from home, especially an extended period of time. When when the hubs actually goes and he travels, I, by default, was always the person who altered plans to make sure that the children were taken care of and looked after. And so naturally, you would hope that the husband will respond. So... What pops up as I'm sitting here killing time before I go to bed because I'm, of course, at 11 o'clock at night, I'm nowhere near tired and this is horrible. So I get a Google Duo FaceTime call. If you guys don't know what that is, that's like the Apple phone or iPhone equivalent to FaceTime that Google actually offers. So, because my hair is popping, my lipstick is still popping, I have on some fabulous earrings, I'm like, okay, let me get camera ready, guys. And I answer the phone. And we do our little cheesy little looks at each other, like, what's up? You know, the head nod, like, what's good, bro? You know? But I try to do it all, like, sultry and sexy and everything, you know? Nonetheless, I'm like, hey... What's your schedule? We start talking and everything. And before I could like really get any answers for him, um, 
I can instantly sense like some hostility. And before I knew it, it was like, well, it don't really matter. It seems like you're going to do what you want to do anyway. Right then, guys, I lost the battle. Because I'm like, okay, I have called you. I have texted you. I have tried to communicate with you. And da 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 da, da I'm trying to figure this out. And, da, da, and you're not responsive. And I literally had to talk to myself and say, hey, wave the white flag, the white flag guys. Wave the white flag. Come on, back down, Jay Nicole. You got this. You're cool. And I tell people all the time, I go hard for my baby bears. Those are my world. My sons are like, I, I feel as a mom compelled to protect them, period. Whether it be their spirit or them physically, I go hard for that. And the one thing that I'm not willing to do is to leave especially for over a weekend, my kid here without a plan because I am a planner to the hilt, unfortunately, for some areas, I will say that. And so me to leave here not knowing where he's going to be, if he's going to have access to food, or if there's an emergency, if he has someone he can call on and get to him like this, I'm not going to feel comfortable until I know all things are in place. So me being who I am, I had already secured things. So I was trying to share that information with the hubs and just let him know, hey, I got these things in place because I didn't know what your schedule was looking like because of the last time that you and I talked. But non-responsiveness is what he came back with as far as where I had taken control of the situation it's like okay I I want non-responsive I was busy I'm like okay that's great but in I text you hours ago and you're only responding to when I called you so you know well I don't have a text Okay, I just need to know what your schedule is. So, guys, I'm going to put a pin there because I'm getting a little bit too much detail for you guys. And that's not the broad thing. I have talked about communication, 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 especially with this art of winning the war. And where we failed to prevent a war from starting was that we failed with communication. We lacked communication. We've known that I was going to Florida from some time. So even before I booked my flight, there should have been communication there, right? Then secondly, if I didn't communicate right then, just moving forward, one thing that I have always really been stickler on is what people's whereabouts my kids whereabouts my spouse's whereabouts the only thing is that the spouse is not receptive to me knowing all of his whereabouts so there creates a problem which always spews a war and i've tried to figure out creative ways that we can discuss like plans 
where he needs to be included or he needs to disclose his whereabouts, but they avoid creating a war. So guys, how do you handle such things when someone is being like uber secretive or not willing to share the information that is essentially a key part of what you need to execute anything? Not just a travel plans, but it could be work related. How is it possible for a team to work cohesively if one team player is not willing to share some of the information and some of the data that's needed for the entire project? That is literally like trying to build something and you have the wood and the nails, but you don't have the hammer. You may be able to find something else or let's even go this way. If you have the wood and the hammer, but you don't have the nails, you still have to find some way to put those items together, right? And you can easily, like I did, create a solution. But all in all, the team still has some issues there that need to be resolved because instead of you having to create a workaround, it could have been that the team sat down and say, okay, what do you have? Do you have materials that we can use so that we can execute this? Do you see what I'm saying, guys? Do you have the tools? Do you have the tools and do you have the tools that are essential parts of us completing this project? Now, granted, my project was not as important to him, to him as it is to me, and I get it. But in great partnerships, it's not always about you. That goes for both ends. So while I felt that it was important for him to be like, oh, okay, so you're going to be going out of town, so I need to make sure that I am there for our son, it was not as important to him that, okay, yeah, you you going out of town, so why is this all on me? And so I did try to figure something out, right? So I tried to create a workaround, but the, the happy medium was not there. So after everything was said and done, there was a war. And I call them wars for the sake of the title that I've given it, the art of winning the war with your spouse. So there was a little bit of an exchange. And I talked to you guys about how to win the, the, the fight, the battle, the war is by being quiet, hearing the person out and acknowledging that you hear them and, you know, so forth and so on. So I got about halfway towards the victory lane to do my victory lap and then I lost <laughs> I can laugh at it because I'm like I just told these good people the strategy and I didn't apply my own strategy and that's the reason why I hopped on and say that it is still a work in progress I, I got quiet 
I acknowledged what he was saying or I was just nodding my head like, okay, but I did it in such a sarcastic tone. And now that I can go back and actually look at things, it would have come out sarcastic to myself, but I was just like, okay, yeah. And then when he said that I'm just going to do whatever, whatever I'm going to do regardless, I was like, you know what? He right. And he kept talking and I just hung up on him. So I lost the battle. So I hop on, not just to tell you guys that I'm still a work in progress, but I also want to hop on and tell you that ain't how you win. There was no victory for the wife. There was no victory for the husband. The more proper thing to do was to say, okay, babe, I hear what you're saying. And I am going to call him back when I'm done with you guys. I feel a little on the bad side now because I didn't exercise my strategy. But the proper thing would have been to say, okay, babe, I hear what you're saying and and go from there and not just an and so that it sounds like a but, which means that you have a rebuttal, but say, and I'm a, I apologize for not communicating with you what I needed from you before I made these plans. Because ultimately what I have done is I can't remember the exact saying, but I've made his, my emergency, no, my failure to prepare an emergency for him. I think that's how it says. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but that's pretty much the gist of it. Because I made these plans in solitude and was like, okay, I got my ticket and I got this and I got that. Yeah, he knew about it, but nah, he really didn't know about it. The one key part of me traveling was making sure that the one thing that I always say is so very important to me was taken care of. And that was the kid. I did not make sure that the the kid was secured. I did not make sure that dad was aware that mom was going to be away on this day. And before I actually make my travel plans, that we were on the same page as far as how he was going to be attended to, taken care of and cared for. And that's my bad. And I am woman enough to acknowledge that now. So I am going to hop off. And I am going to put my big girl panties on. And I am going to make sure that my hair is popping and my earrings look nice and my lipstick is nice. And call him back and be like, I'm sure And go from there. So guys, it will be... A practice test, okay? There are going to be some times when you are going to feel like petty Betty or you're going to be like, I really got time to practice what Jay Nicole was saying. You are literally going to talk yourself out of the steps because you just want resolution and you don't have time for the BS and the games and you want to shut it down. And sometimes, you know, you're just like, it's just good time to have a clap back, you know. Amen for the clap back sometimes, you know. We need those in our lives. But all in all, my point in blank bottom line is that with anything takes practice. You're not going to get it the first time around. You may not get it the second nor the third or the hundredth time. But if you continue to practice, 
eventually those steps will get a little more easy for you to practice and implement and tackle. So if you need to go back, please go back and listen to that episode because it's it's very, very, very needed in relationships of all sorts. Step back and just quiet down because they can't argue by themselves. And when cooler heads prevail, tell them what I heard you say was, and don't do it in a sarcastic way like I just did. I do not have the visual for a reason, but be like, I heard you when you said, and go from there. And your and does not need to be a but. And what I mean by it does not need to be a but is that oftentimes we will say, well, I heard you, but I still need to get this off my chest because that's not what we want to do because that ignites the flame that's already stoked and in and, and creating this war. It's like you just really throwing gasoline onto the fire. Instead, your and should be a pause where you, once you say and you are filling it with a, an apology for not listening to them in the first place. I'm sorry that I didn't allow you to finish what you were saying so that I didn't hear you completely. That could be what you say. What I hear you say is X, Y, and Z, and I apologize for cutting you off and not hearing everything that you said. And you can actually shut down again and say, okay, so um, so can you please finish saying what you were going to say? In my case, I'm going to be like, I heard you say that you have not worked on your schedule just yet, so nothing is permanent. And I apologize for just jumping off the handle. And then go from there. Guys, true transparent right there because I'm literally practicing with you guys before I call him back. But sometimes you need to do that. That is a, why a lot of people actually go and vent. They need to get everything out so that when they go back into battle, they actually go into battle to defuse the situation so that they're not going with all of that baggage, all those um, th- their repertoire of weapons and artillery to just be like and firing off. They really are going in there to have a clearer head and be like, okay, all right, I got this. I can go in here and we can have this issue resolved. So now that I've shared with you guys my strategy for going back into battle to defuse the situation and kill these giants, as my pastor would say. I'm going to sign off here. So guys, you guys continue practicing those strategies. Continue practicing those strategies because it's not going to happen the first time around. And I'm a witness. So until next time, guys, continue to follow me on social media. I'm on IG at just call me J Nicole and that's J U S T. C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. And I'm on Twitter at the number two will confirm. Again, that's two will confirm. And as always, hit me up and my email. Drop into my email at just call me, Jane Nicole at gmail.com. 
So guys, good night and be blessed. I'm going into battle to win this war. Peace. Okay, guys, I had to hop back on. I know this is sort of what I don't normally do. However, I just wanted to update you all and let you know I am synchronizing all of my social media handlers so that they are all the same or as close as possible. So, update. IG, still in the same. Just call me J. Nicole. And now on Twitter, I am Call me J. Nicole. That old wicked, wicked Twitter. It won't let you have so many characters. Eh. But again, I'm on Twitter now as the handler, I guess, at sign. Call me J. Nicole. Again, call me J. Nicole. And that's only on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to interrupt your broadcast. And until the next time, again, it's just call me J. Nicole. And I am out. Mm-hmm.